Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. <laughs> Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Feel that in the air, Kirby. (laughs) Feel what? It's November. Christmas is coming. The holidays are near. Mariah Carey is defrosting. It's time, according to Mariah Carey. Care of a Dyson Supersonic. She is defrosting. Did you see it? No. Oh my gosh. Pull it up right now. I'm sorry. Is this a collab? It should be a collab. It's like, you know, November 1st. It starts out real spooky and then doors open and it is Mariah Carey in a giant ice block (laughs) and people are defrosting her with a Dyson Supersonic. Cracks open. Mariah Carey says it's time. It's time for the holidays. (laughs) I just love that every year, November 1st, she's like, it's my time. Literally every year, I'm not even kidding you, beginning in October, all I want for Christmas is you, charts again. And someone on Twitter made a good point. Who on God's green earth is to this day still buying All I Want for Christmas is You on iTunes because it was like, All I Want for Christmas is You is number one on the iTunes chart. And so people are still actively buying this song. Really? So I'm guessing maybe the children, but do the children use iTunes? I don't think so. People are still buying music? You're not just streaming it on like Spotify or Tidal even? So sad. So sad. No, that's good, though. Support your favorite artists and musicians. I'm all for it. I just personally, I'm like, if it's not on Spotify, I'm probably not going to listen to it. Y'all, but this is what I love about Mariah Carey. I love that Mariah Carey makes everything an experience. She came out with some kind of, I can't even remember what it was. It was either a book or a little TV show or something. And it was about these puppies and like little Mariah and the Christmas of it all. Oh my God, we've watched it. Oh yeah. And when that launched, she had a press day for it and I had four minutes to interview her, but it was the craziest. It was at Universal at a big studio. They had snow brought in. They had puppies that you could play. It literally felt like Christmas. It was like the best day ever. She had these amazing intricate food displays and hot chocolate bars. And then I was quaking because I couldn't believe I was about to interview her, and I was so nervous. And she was great, but we only got four minutes, so you can't really ask that much in four minutes, you know? Yeah. Ugh. The four-minute interviews, it's just, like, too much pressure. Zoe and I have watched that show. I think it's on Netflix. It's really cute. It's, like, Little Mariah with this puppy that she, like, didn't really want, and then they, like, try to be in the dog fashion show, but the girls are, like, mean to them. It's fun. How epic would it be if our next live podcast, Mariah Carey was the guest for the holidays? Oh, my God. That might need to be a 2024 manifestation. 
listen, what if we pulled it together? What if Mariah heard our pleas and was like, I like these girls. Respect. Oh, my God. Okay. Everyone's like, oh, Mariah Carey, incredible voice. Also, one of the greatest living songwriters we have still. She writes all her own music, people. Give her credit. Give her credit. She deserves it. I would love nothing more than a Los Angeles holiday market where we had all of our favorite beauty products and we had experiential moments and we had panels with our favorites and had Mariah Carey there to sing at the very end of the evening. Can you imagine? Like when Mariah Carey popped out during that Peloton, (laughs) that Peloton with Cody Rigsby. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, speaking of holiday markets, we're kind of having like a little mini version virtually. I hope y'all were able to get the first drop of Los Angeles and 213 Delhi, our partnership. The Sunday, it is all gone. It is all gone. So that is coming on. We're forging our way into drop number two this week, which will happen on Thursday. So all the drops are always on Thursday, Thursday, November 9th at 12 p.m. Pacific. And this is the well-traveled drop. So this drop features two of our favorite brands, a dynamic duo, one being Summer Fridays and one being 111 Skin. Summer Fridays is graciously providing us their newest drop, the Rich Cushion Cream. Let me tell you guys. Oh my God. I'm on my, I think I'm on my third jar at this point. Oh my God. You're going through it. Going through it, especially it's so dry right now. I don't know if you feel this, but like I am literally, I cannot put enough moisturizer on my face. And this rich cushion cream is just like the only thing that is keeping my face on my face, my skin on my face. It's just so delicious. It's so, so good. The texture, it's comparable to like La Mer. That's what even Mariana was like. Some people say it reminds them of a luxury cream, but I like it even better because it just like melts. It feels so luxe, but then it just melts into your skin and it doesn't feel oily. Yes. And it has a lot of great ingredients too. It has glycerin, which is one of our favorites. It also has chamomile and allantoin to help calm the skin. Summer Fridays, I noticed, I don't know if they're doing this for all of their products, but this, as well as the jet lag mask, which we are also featuring, has the National Eczema Association seal of acceptance. So if you do deal with eczema, there's going to be ingredients in here that are linked to irritation and flare-ups. In addition to this Rich Cushion Cream, which is the full size, we're also throwing in a mini size of their cult favorite jet lag mask. This is the product that launched it all. It was the first product that Mariana and Lauren put out into the world. It has just taken off in a way that like you can't even describe. This brand has just been on the up and up ever since. So we have those two products from Summer Fridays. And then we have another face mask. And this one is from 111 Skin. It's the Rose Gold Facial Brightening Treatment. This is one of my absolute favorite masks. It looks like a sheet mask in the way that it is made, but it is not made out of cloth or whatever. It's biocellulose, so it easily adheres to the skin. Feels cool. Yes, it feels cool on the skin. 
So this particular product, I mean, besides the fact that I'm just obsessed with it and I use it all the time before big events to give my skin a little plump up, so many makeup artists carry this particular brand, especially this face mask in their kits so that their clients are ready and relaxed before a red carpet. And it gives instant results. I think that's why I really like it because oftentimes like, yeah, you can use a face mask or a sheet mask or whatever you prefer. And there's not really a cosmetic benefit immediately. Like your skin, it feels hydrated and it's a good primer before you get into your makeup, but you don't actually see a difference. And I see a noticeable difference every time I use this particular mask. So it includes colloidal gold, peptides, and rose damask. So it helps to tighten the skin and plump it and it reduces inflammation. So if you're naturally red and ruddy, I think the thing you're going to notice the most about this after you apply it is that your skin is going to appear more even toned and brighter and clear versus red. So typically, if you wanted to try this, you'd have to buy it in a pack of five, which is kind of expensive, worth it, but kind of expensive. But because we love you, and this is in our little kit, you're going to get one to go with the cushion cream and the jet lag mask. And as advertised, this is like the perfect travel kit. So for the holidays, going on vacation, going home to see the family, gifting someone you know who travels a lot, this is like the perfect little kit. Yep. So this is $126 value. It'll be sold within the kit for $99 on Thursday, November 9th, two days from now. Just a reminder that in order to sign up for 213 Delhi, which is a free service, this is not a subscription. You don't have to pay to get access to anything. All you do is you enter our code. Our code is Gloss Angeles, like Los Angeles, but Gloss, one word, all caps. That will give you access on 213 Delhi's website to sign up for these kits. If you don't do that, you will likely be put on a wait list. So we saw some people in our DMs and in Facebook, which we have since reached out to and gotten remedied. They said, I got this text and it sounds like I'm on a wait list. That was because either you entered the code incorrectly or you didn't enter a code at all. Make sure that you use Gloss Angeles. That way you actually get access so you can access the drop on Thursday. And that's well-traveled. So thank you so much. Summer Fridays, 111 Skin, and of course, our partners, 213 Delhi. We are really excited about this partnership. And that's not the only drop. We have more coming all month long. Woohoo! Okay, I just wanted to get into one quick piece of housekeeping. So we talked about drunk elephants' impact on the children, and y'all really, really liked that episode. And it's fascinating. It's just like a fascinating concept that young girls and boys are really into skincare and like the regimen of having skincare. Mm -hmm. Because I cared about it, but maybe not until I was like 10 or 11. And I also think I was a unique case. I don't think that everyone when we were that age was like obsessed with like having a skincare routine. So we discussed Drunk Elephant because they really are the shining star for the children. The children's faves. The children's faves. It was really fascinating to me to hear that from retail employees across the world saying, we love Drunk Elephant, but they've become a, a pain point for us because there's a lot more theft of Drunk Elephant products. <laughs> that is so crazy. 
Isn't that insane? Like, they're like, we'll see boxes, like, hidden in corners because, like, kids are stealing it. Because, like, obviously, it is a prestige brand. It's not meant for them. No, absolutely not. So they were like, there's just, like, a lot of loss when it comes to Drunk Elephant. Oh, my gosh. This is my whole thing. I like it when brands reach out to me and talk to me about these things. And Drunk Elephant reached out. And they were like, we would love to explain our point of view on this because we are definitely not trying to sell to children, which I think is very important to note. And that's like, I think one thing that we kept reiterating, we don't think that they're marketing to children. I've never thought that. Like, it would be insane if they did. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But I want to clarify something. So when I talked about going to their event in May and there being young children there and it was a retinol eye launch... I mentioned that it was a little weird that these children were there with chaperones for like a retinol launch. And they did explain this to me. And I think this makes perfect sense. So basically what happened is this was the first event that Drunk Elephant had done in L.A. since the pandemic. And I don't even think that Tiffany has even been out to L.A. before for an event like this. So they invited, obviously, a bunch of creators and reached out to certain agents and managers and said, hey, we're doing this event, send this to your clients, etc. And what had happened is they had invited certain creators on that particular agent's roster. And then the agent ended up extending that invite to these younger people on their roster, having known that Frunk Elephant was a favorite <laughs> of theirs. And that's why they showed up. So I think that's important. I'm not like a gotcha journalist. I'm not out here to like sensationalize anything. That makes sense to me. And while I did think it was weird at the time, I also think that it's like, what can you do? They were there with a chaperone and they got invited as a a client of this particular agent. So just wanted to clear that up for everybody. Drunk Elephant is not trying to sell retinol to 12-year-olds. Or baby facial to a literal baby. Dear God, no. We could have a whole conversation about who we think baby facial is right for. (laughs) What I would like to do is have Tiffany come on and talk about this. Because I have a thousand questions. Like, are they planning on making products for children in the future, knowing that they have this huge subset of fans now? What would they call it? Tipsy elephant? Yeah, tipsy elephant. What's an elephant baby? Just a baby elephant, I think. They're calves. Tipsy calf. How cute would a baby drunk elephant, not baby, it wouldn't be called baby, a teen line? Adolescent elephant. (laughs) Adolescent tipsy elephant. Adolescent. Or even they call it tween. Tween elephant. Tween elephant. Tween, no, no, because it's like drunk has to be in there. So what's intoxicating elephant that makes it more like apropos whatever okay (laughs) moving on y'all we have a mailbag we have a mailbag today we're very excited about this we haven't done a mailbag in a minute and so we want to answer a lot of your questions hello no one is available to take your call please leave a message after the tone Let's kick it off with a text because remember, you can text us. Yes. Okay. I'm going to read it. Hey guys. Happy Halloween. Love the costume, Kirby. Which one? Which one? Both. 
can y'all do an episode on biologique recherche products at some point? Would love to know if they are worth it. Okay. I don't think this is worth a full episode. So we're going to knock this out in a four minute segment. I personally love biologique products. You have likely heard about the lotion P50. That is the cult favorite. That's the product that everybody loves. It's like the entry point into the brand. 100%. 100%. So I am a big fan of P50, but I also utilize a bunch of other versions of P50. There is Lotion P50W. There's Lotion P50 Pigum 400. And they all have specific things that they focus on when it comes to your skin. What is lotion P50? If you're looking at it, it says lotion. You think, oh, it's going to come out. It's going to be lotion. No. Do not apply it like lotion to your face. No. It's like a toner. It's like an essence. So what I typically do with P50 is I will either apply it directly to a cotton pad, like a large one, and press it into my skin. I do not rub. Or sometimes I will put a little bit in the palm of my hand and press it into my skin. But I think in order to keep it from seeping through your fingers, you should apply it to a cotton, whatever you want to use, and then press it into the skin. By Alicia Crochet, you're probably wondering, where did this brand come from? What is it? This is a luxury French skincare brand. The French do it better. It was founded in 1978 by a biologist, physiotherapist, and a doctor. This is a cult classic brand, and people love it because it's really driven by results. So oftentimes, the reason why this product line in particular feels so exclusive is that you can only get it at approved retailers or spas. You can't just get it at a Sephora or an Ulta. Really, like you have to be an approved biologique esthetician to be able to sell it in your practice as well. So that's kind of what adds to the mystique of it and why people love it because it's like kind of hard to get like you have to go through like you're gonna have to go through hoops to get the get the products but totally they just opened an ambassade on Melrose Place here in Los Angeles so come and go like it is incredible I don't personally use p50 and I don't use a lot of their products but if you are able to book a treatment at the ambassade at their spa on Melrose. It is truly such a gorgeous experience. We've talked about this, but it's like fairly affordable compared to a lot of other spas that you would get like similar treatments and you can get your skin scanned and they'll tell you like what your skin type is and, you know, recommendations and all of that. But then like the actual treatment is like so luxurious. I like I'm dying to bring my mom there for like a little spa day. It's just so beautiful. So like Everyone book a trip to L.A. and go to Biologique Recherche's spa. It's great. So there are different versions of P50. I would say if you're really trying to get into this brand, like try P50. It's not a delightful smell by any means. I don't think it's a bad smell, but this is not going to be like your traditional essence or toner where you're getting like this sensorial experience. It's really meant to like do the work. So lotion P50 is for oily skin, typically. 
or keratinized skin, thicker skin that produces excess oil. It kind of helps regulate that. The formula helps with cell renewal, improving the strength and quality of your skin and hydrating also the most outer layer of your skin. And this is all from Joanna Check's website. These are products that she actually uses on her clients as well. This particular version of it has keratin proteins, essential oils, onion, horseradish, cider vinegar, sulfur, and phytic acid. That's why it smells so good. Exactly. (laughs) So it hydrates and strengthens the skin by exfoliating, purifying, and then regulating the sebum. There's also the lotion P50V. That's for dry skin. That would be like the Seratan version. Yeah, I was going to say the V, and I think there's a W that's also for dry skin. So that's probably one that I have to try. So the W is for sensitive skin. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, they have varying versions with like a little bit of a different formulation. This version, like the P50W for sensitive, its formula balances lactic and salicylic acid with glycerin. So it's not only efficacious, but gentle. I currently have, I think, P50W, P50V, and the regular P50 that I have just in my arsenal. And they also have one called Pigum. And the Pigum version, Pigum 400, is for pigmented or dull skin. There's no phenol in it. And I think that's like a big thing that people need to know about this particular product. Have you used it before? Like so long ago. I mean, it kind of feels like you're getting a phenol peel in a way. It's like it gets cold, almost like you're putting alcohol on your skin. Like it's like dry, like you said. Yeah. Yes. So it's a very specific experience. Astringent. Yes, astringent. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah, for finding the words that I could not. (laughs) But it kind of smells sweet and acrid. It's a very interesting smell. So what I would say is if you're going to try this product, I would start with P50 and see where it goes. Also, so many people swear by this product. I love this product. This product has never done me any harm. This product always makes my skin look good. Remember when I was talking about my Halloween makeup removal. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's like some phenol in some of those adhesive removers. That is why my skin is like looking like for the most part pretty decent, despite the fact I've been putting it through the ringer for 12 days straight. So I think that P50 is the entry point. And of course, they have amazing other products. They have masks. They have so many good options. But I think if you really want the bang for your buck, that's the product. I was telling Kirby I really like their makeup remover of all things. It's like a lotion. But anyways, P50, visit the Ambassade. Visit the Ambassade. Honestly, yeah, they have different spas, especially one in New York, Rescue Spa, that features Biologique. But the only Ambassade they have stateside in the U.S. is here in L.A. So, Which is exciting because we never get it. New York always gets like the official ones. I know. New York always gets it. Look at us. Okay. We got another lovely message said, hi guys. Okay. So I finally took y'all's advice and got on the half magic eyeliner pen train. Listen, I've been a diehard Bobbi Brown gel liner girl since my first makeup counter lesson back in 2009. But this half magic pen is hands down the best makeup product I've ever purchased. Here's why. I have systemic lupus and especially in colder months get super bad arthritis in my hands. The bobby gel and brush while so great are too hard for me to manipulate some days. This pen does the trick. I can keep it steady and the flow and application are bobby gel level gorgeous. 
guys, thank you. My holiday makeup season is saved. Literally bought three pens XOXO. Wow. Oh my gosh. We got to send that to Donnie. We do. Donnie listens to the pod. Did y'all know that? Donnie listens to the pod. Donnie, do you hear this? That's such a sweet message. That's why I talk to Donnie on this podcast because I know that she's listening. (laughs) She'll text me and be like, oh my God. It's like talking to God. Exactly. God is a woman. She texted me about our conversation on hottest Disney prince being Beast. She agreed with me. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks for being on our side. We appreciate it. I'm waiting for them to release it in brown. We need brown. Donnie, please. Please, Donnie. I think that now that they've launched a mascara in three shades, a magic brownie mascara is coming and probably a magic brownie magic flick. That magic flick, we love that product. We've talked about it before. It's just so hard, honestly, to make like a really good brown color eyeliner. That's why makeup artists as brand founders make sense. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. They know exactly what they need to do. Because like often, because I am like a brown eyeliner girl, and it's like sometimes it's too warm or like it doesn't like last. The pigment is not strong enough. I'm waiting for it, Donnie. I can't wait. Here is an audio message. A good old phone call. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. My name is Shreya, and I'm calling from Seattle, Washington. I recently got a Dyson Airwrap after having it on my wish list for forever, and I was wondering if you guys have any hair products that you like to pair with the Airwrap to help extend the style. For reference, I have pretty straight, silky South Asian hair. It doesn't hold a curl. Well, it does hold a curl, but it doesn't hold it for too long, not like two or three days. I'd love any tips for how to extend that style. Side note, I've always been a beauty girl, but I'm also an eczema girl. And the last few years, I've had to really pare down my routine in order to keep my skin under control. It's kind of lame when you love beauty, but you can't try any of the products. Listening to Los Angeles lets me nerd out about all things beauty while my skin heals. So thank you for giving me a way to participate in something I love and enjoy so much. Love you guys. So sweet. Love you. Love this. Love this. So Sarah, I feel like you have a similar hair type. I do. I do. So I definitely have more straight, silky hair. And as everyone knows, I love my Dyson Airwrap, but I love it for like a blowout. I do use the barrels to give myself a curl, but I am not using it to like achieve more than just that. Because if I want like a real curl or wave, I'm going to use a curling iron after. But I will say, if I am trying to blow out my hair and I want it to last maybe a day longer, because honestly, it's not going to last more than two at most. I am going to use like a mousse in my hair when it's wet, damp, before I hit it with the air wrap so that my hair has a little bit more texture, like kind of not crunch, because I feel like people need to relearn and re-fall in love with mousse as a product because I feel like everyone just associates it with like the 80s, like crunchiness, like so much mousse foam and then you're putting in your hair and then your hair is really crunchy. Like mousse is so incredible for us like silky straight haired girls because it helps to hold that curl a little bit longer and gives your hair a little bit more volume. So I would use a mousse, then I would hit it with the Dyson Airwrap And then if you want it to have a little bit more of like a style, like a curl, then like use a curling iron after. But I think like doing that and then setting it, obviously, with a hairspray or like a texturizing spray 
But I also wouldn't go too hard because then I feel like it might fall flat. So just find like the perfect balance of like the mousse with the texturizing spray or hairspray after. And then on day two, I would use a little bit of dry shampoo and then like activate it with a little bit of heat to sort of reset. And then by day three, I'm I'm washing my hair again. Yeah. Did you mention the curling iron? I, I'm a T3 curling iron girly. Yes. As is Kirby when she's still using like her OG version. <laughs> I was like, Kirby, this thing looks old. No, it's it's like battered. It's seen things. It has. So yes, we love that. I mean, I have a different hair type. Obviously, I have tape and extensions too. But I will say when I my hair was super blonde, it held a curl way better and way longer. I definitely every day now have to go through and just do a little zhuzh with my air wrap. But when I was bleaching my hair, it was holding. And that was because my hair cuticle was extremely damaged. And you need a little bit of a gritty texture to hold a style. So if you're really not happy with the fact that your hair is not holding, it's because your hair is so natural and gorgeous and pure. You could go and throw in a few baby lights to kind of rough up that cuticle a little bit and see how that goes. But that's like an option where you're like altering the state of your actual hair. So I would just be careful. It sounds like Raya has like beautiful silky hair. I do think baby lights are coming back though. Totally. That's a great recommendation. But I would just play around with some texturizing sprays. We can share like our favorite ones. And then a good old mousse. I know, a good old mousse. Love a mousse. Okay, this is from Kendall. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. My name is Kendall, and I'm a teacher from Georgia. Um, you guys are my reason to wake up every morning um, to my commute to work, and I sit in the car and put on my makeup and listen to the new Los Angeles podcast each week, and I just can't tell you how much I enjoy it. A question I have for you and something that I think we can uh, – all relate to as elder millennials, or at least uh, me, uh, is that I love makeup and I love beauty and I always have. And um, we live in a time now where we're influenced by what we see on social media. And I have friends that are artists and, um, you know, word of mouth products. So I like to pick things up. I love to watch, like, get ready with me, things of that nature for my age group. But of course, there are younger age groups. And I happen to teach ninth uh, and 10th grade uh, at a school here in Georgia. And if I walk in with um, a new mascara on or a blush, a student will say to me something like, oh, is that the Dior Rosy Glow uh, 001 Pink? And you will just be shocked. Um, I guess my question for both of you um, is, should I be wearing the same makeup as my 14- and 15-year-old uh, scholars, or should I be uh, wearing, I don't know, age-appropriate makeup? Um, it's I realize that we have some products in common. I'm an elf girly, but anyways, I just thought this was an interesting topic. I, I don't know if anyone else has, has dealt with that. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. So nice. So nice, Kendall. Kendall, that was like, I was telling Kirby, I'm like, I don't even know if my kids wake up every morning. I'm the reason my kids wake up every morning. That is like the sweetest message. Number two, thank you for your service as a teacher. Most important job in the world. Such a hard job. To ninth and 10th graders, my God. 
girl. Oh my God. I'm scared. I would be crying every day, every day crying in a corner. I hope they love and respect you. So thank you. You're incredible. We're so happy to be a part of your morning while you're doing your makeup in the car. That sounds so fun. Wish we were there in person. Sarah, what's your take on this? Absolutely. Of course you can be wearing the same makeup as them. If you love it and they love it, great. There is no age makeup, which is what makes it so fun, I personally think. But I think Kirby would agree. I totally agree. And this is why. Because right now, there are not a lot of brands that are being created specifically for that age demographic of your ninth and 10th graders, right? Mm -hmm. That's Gen Alpha. Gen Z is older. They're in their 20s now. They're like joining the workforce, okay? And so brands have been really going hard on focusing on Gen Z. And, you know, at one point, millennials were the golden demo. And before that, it was Gen X and, you know, as it goes. Actually, this is the perfect example. Lancome was not a brand targeted to us as children. Yes. But we still love the fuck out of the juicy tubes. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, even if there are brands that will be created for the younger generation, they're still going to want what everyone else is using, just like we wanted to use Lancome, just like we wanted to use Mac when we had no business <laughs> at the Mac counter when we were like 12, just like the tweens are using Drunk Elephant and they do not need any of that quote unquote anti-aging, proteiny, retinol, baby facial, all that stuff. It's just like aspirational for them to be able to use what the older people are using. Yeah. So you shouldn't stop using what you've been using because a 15 year old was like, is that your rosy glow in 001? Like you were here first. <laughs> you were here first, babes. You were here first. And your makeup stash was curated long before they even could wear makeup or even say the word makeup. I hope that your students are not making you feel that you shouldn't be using it because they're using it. Because also you can afford to purchase it yourself and they have to ask for their parents' money to buy it. I get the vibe <laughs> that this is not necessarily a thing where she's being shamed, but more of a internal conundrum. Should I be wearing the same as my my students? I remember feeling this way recently when I like walked into an Urban Outfitters. I'm like, should I be should I be shopping here anymore? Oh, no, literally, same, same. <laughs> but I think clothes are different. No, no, no. They're very much the same because I felt the same way. Because, you know, Newly, Newly is that subscription service and that service is coming for Rent the Runway as like the most popular subscription rental service. And I got on Newly and I was like, I was kind of having like a tiff with Rent the Runway with like getting products and like receiving packages and stuff. I'm like, who do y'all like? And a lot of people were like, I love Newly, And then I realized some of these people that are recommending Newly are like in their 20s. And I go look at the outfit assortment and I'm like, these are for literal children. Like the like little crop tops and like the graphic pants. I would even say like three years ago, I would have been fine. But now I'm like, I personally want to step up what I'm wearing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. But I will say Newly has like free people's on there. I think anthropology is on there, but they also have like maternity wear. So like, it's not truly for the children. It's an assortment. But I really feel like when I walk into Urban Outfitters, me, a 36 year old mother of two is not their target. Hello, fellow kids. 
Should I buy this beanie and crop top? These oversized low-rise cargo pants? I'm now looking at like the row being like, when can I afford the row? Because I see Morgan Stewart and Sophia Ritchie on their row game. And I'm kind of like, I want the row. No, we are in like our Madewell J. Crew. I mean, that's like, you know, the more preppy era. I love a Madewell J. Crew shopping experience personally. I do not. I do not. But that that's the difference between us. I feel like you're very preppy. I'm not preppy. If you see me right now, I'm literally in sweats from top to bottom. So (laughs) how would you define your style? Let's get on this conversation. How would you define your style? What are your three style words? Okay, I've done this before. And so I would say I'm like classic, but playful. I really appreciate trends. But I need it to feed into like my classic sense of style, because I feel like as I'm growing older, too, when you're buying things like I can't keep buying like trendy things. I just don't have time for it. Like I don't have space for it in my closet. I want to buy like investment pieces. So like things that can like easily fit with what's already existing in my current closet, where it's like I can make like outfit combinations and it'll all sort of work together. All that to say, I still like having some fun. So like I love color and I love prints. So it's just like mixing and matching of it. You've seen my parents and the way that they dress. Icons. They love to dress. And so like even like my dad, like I feel like it's like a good example where he's like very like classic, knows like what fits him so well, but like has like a fun hat. Yeah. Loves a hat, loves an accessory, loves a a pop of pink. So that's what I would say. Classic, but playful. That is making perfect sense for me. What about you? This is hard for me because it's really hard for me to put together an outfit. It's also hard because we're in our mid 30s and I really feel like it's like our bodies are changing like Kendall. We're like, can we shop with the younger people? Can I wear this? Like, I don't know. I've always struggled, though. Like, I've always struggled with this. When I think of my particular fashion outlook, comfort is number one. What would you say is like the number one brand in your closet? I mean, I have a shit ton of Levi's. Okay. yes. Classic, obviously. Mine, Ugg, Skims, and Abercrombie and Fitch. No joke. Those are like the three staples in my closet. All my shoes for the most part, whether it's tennis shoes, slippers, cute sandals, Uggs. All day long. Ugg from top to bottom. You just want to be comfortable. But then I also want to look good. That's why Skims is in there. I like form-fitting and flattering. I don't know what you call that. Sexy? Sexy comfort? Yes comfortable but sexy and i have a majority of like black and neutrals in my closet i have some pops of color but i gravitate towards blacks and neutrals again it's like when you're putting an outfit together it's easy because it all go together yes yeah we don't have time we don't have time i like to have things in my closet that will go with a lot of other things in my closet yes yes but i do feel like I mean, even though you're saying that it's like something you've struggled with, I do feel like it is like a midlife crisis thing where you're like, I don't know how to dress myself. Totally. I want a stylist. I I will hire a stylist. Somebody teach me. Oh, my God. I have inquired and I'm like, well, I thought I I thought I wanted it, but I can't because I can't afford it. (laughs) No, it's expensive (laughs) as hell, man. We need to find a friend that's a good stylist to come and do it for us as a favor. Okay, Kendall. So keep wearing your Dior. Keep wearing all of the same stuff. Keep wearing your elf cosmetics, like 
just keep doing you. They're the ones that should be asking <laughs> permission if it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Moving on to our last, oh, this is our last mailbag question. And I think this is a good one for Sarah because she has all the experience with this brand. I actually have never tried this brand before. Okay, so this is a text. It says, hi, Caribbean Sarah, Taylor from LA here, a longtime listener, I love the pod. Wondering if you've ever tried any products from Beekman 1802. I stumbled upon it at Ulta and the salesperson was raving about it. Goat milk is the star ingredient. Wanted to get your thoughts on the brand and any standout products you've tried. They have a pretty big line. Yes. Okay. So I love this brand. I think that they are, first of all, just like aesthetically, optically, such a cute brand. I've been dying to be invited to their like farm in upstate New York, I think where it is. You can like hang out with baby goats. Didn't they do something during the pandemic? Yeah. And it was like for not local, but like New York editors. I don't think they flew anyone out from L.A., which I was like very sad about because I really want to go fly and meet all the baby goats and the founders. But they do make really, really incredible products. Goat milk is the star ingredient. I think like any of their like moisturizers, their lotions are all going to be super, super hydrating. But I think and Kirby and I have talked about this. We think that the bar soap is going to have a big year next year, a big moment going forward. It's always been the most sustainable beauty product, just a bar soap, very limited packaging. And I'm looking at their website right now, and it's an Oprah's favorite things winner. So Oprah's on board. This year? It says, yeah, it says Oprah's favorite things winner. Sweet to be kind bar soap gift set. But they make really, really beautiful deliciously smelling, beautifully lathering, hydrating bar soaps. And not only for you to use, but like to gift people. Like I can't imagine anyone like not wanting to receive this. It's like beautifully packaged. The print on the bar soaps are so pretty. So I would suggest starting with their bar soaps and going from there. But like if you want to get into like the skincare products, which I'm sure is what the Ulta employee was raving about, I don't think you can go wrong. Okay, their Bloom Cream Daily Face Moisturizer is only $19. Like, it starts at $19. Obviously, it's more expensive if you get, like, the bigger size. But, like, that is, like, a very good place to start. It has over 2,000 reviews on their website. It's really good. I've not tried any of their, like, makeup, like, their tinted primer serum or any of those products. But I feel like it's just, like, a very easy-to-use, plays-well with others, skincare brand. And again, I love the baby goats. (laughs) Sarah, what is the benefit of goat's milk? So goat's milk is famous in skincare products because it has lactic acid. Ah, So it's like, yeah, you know, softening, exfoliating, brightening, and very gentle. Okay, amazing. Love that. So that's our mailbag for this week. Just a reminder that you guys can always reach out to us. It's a 24-hour hotline. We will not answer. So you don't have to be afraid about calling one of us directly and being like, oh my God, I don't want to talk to someone on the phone. You don't have to. So our phone number is 424-341-0426. You can text this number. If you do that, we're not going to have any of your identifying information. So you just need to make sure that you include your name and where you're from. You can even include your Instagram account if you want to. And we can tag you when 
We feature your questions or your comments. Also, you can call. You can leave us a voicemail and we will play it within the episode. But we love hearing from you. And we would love to know what you're thinking about. Like, are there any ingredients you want us to go into a deep dive of? Are there specific people that you want us to have on? Make sure you look through our catalog first because we do get recommendations for people and we're like, we had them on two years ago. So check that. But we would love y'all's input on all of the things. Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts, I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.